0: Welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your hosts, Mike, JB, and Chris. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. If you haven't done so, do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button and turn on all notifications. Really do appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or Patreon, the link is in the description down below. Fantastic. Unity. Talking crypto 24-7. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. And most importantly, it's absolutely free to join. Now let's get into some crypto talk. Chris, how are you doing today, brother? Yeah, I'm good. Busy day, busy,
1: busy, busy day. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Just say busy.
0: Is it never not busy on your end? We will get into what you're busy with today, but first, JB, how you doing, brother? What's going on, guys? It's all good here. Nice
2: eventful week. Great weekend. We've seen a little bit of movement in the market, which was quite fun. We've been into the start of this week. We've seen a little bit more movement again. We had some fun on the Twitch stream this morning. Mike and I hijacked the stream with... With Chris and Nick and then I'm trying to keep up with Chris with his impulse buys and I bought a nice new headset for on here so all around all good guys I'm gonna I'm probably gonna
0: order mine tonight it's always an issue you know when you start getting around Nick and Chris there's 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 so many impulse buys that happen whether it be crypto whether it be NFTs uh, whether it be you know cool things like (laughs) cameras it's so true It's so true. It's ridiculous. I can't stand it. Uh, You know, my my bank account. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. But speaking of NFTs, Chris, give us a shout on what's going on today with uh, Cheekyverse and Cornucopius.
1: Yeah. So by the time this goes out, obviously it would have happened. But, yeah, later today we will have the um, Suit Mint, which is a joint NFT partnership mint. Um, Yeah, look, super excited about it. You get loads of utility in the respect of, like, access to private sales and so forth so yeah it's just exciting and obviously it's not just an nft right like it's an in-game asset so when cornucopius goes live with their race um side of things with their game you'll be wearing that
0: race suit in game pretty cool you think i could wear the race suit in real life yeah like why not do they make it for bigger guys because you know the three (laughs) of us are not exactly uh skinny minis This is it. I think somebody was taking the
1: mic the other day and I was just like, well, you know, you're probably going to have to add an extra X to that for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it'd be quite cool riding about in a motorbike for the cheeky race yeah, so cool. that
2: would be quite cool. I'd like Look, that.
1: I mean, I'm pretty sure that the manufacturer could, could, you know, do that. And we could probably get them on the blockchain. But that's like a later kind of thing where we do the physical and the digital together.
0: Hey, man. Definitely Anyways. good. Looking for uh looking forward to you guys. Hopefully you get a good uh, sellout sell out and you know, hopefully everything uh goes well with it and smooth and well, it's, it's gonna go down less than an hour right now. We're we're doing the uh podcast right now, but uh yeah, hopefully everything goes well. Yeah, hopefully. Um, not just that
2: though, we've got board 8 uh, board eight golf club. Sorry, that's dropping today. We're getting a mystery
0: boxes. I'm looking forward to that. I already have mine in my wallet. I've
2: Happy not looked days. Yet,
0: so yeah. I had to look. I looked and it's just sitting there. But yeah, yeah. So now we got to wait till mid January yes. uh, for it to be the big reveal. Look, I have a feeling that I am going to get the one with the green jacket, even though they're probably already like somehow figured out a way for other people to get them. I'm just hopeful. Maybe I'll get one. You never know. Never
1: know. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But so,
0: what we, what someone we going talk- to get one? What's that? Sorry. Somebody
2: has to get one. So why can't it be one of us? Yeah, definitely. Completely agree with that.
0: Um, But what are we going to talk about today, Mike? Well, I think we're going to talk a little bit about everything, right? I think we're going to talk about some projects that uh, I'll talk about projects that I just bought recently, some of our prices. I think we're going to talk a lot about Cardano pricing um, because that's one that has seen a new, Chris, what's the word? New what? Lower low. Come on, man. Lower low? (laughs) <laughs> New lower low in this recent times, right? Now, obviously, it's not like down there at S lower lows. Uh, that's now lower than it was initially offered at. Um, but yeah, and then we're gonna get into some news about uh, Vitalik Buterin. Um, talk about Bitcoin a little bit. Talk about you know a couple things. It's not gonna be a super long podcast, but uh, yeah. But sounds good. Yeah. So let's uh, let's start with uh, coin market cap. We just got back over 800 billion uh, total market cap last night. I think it got down to as low as like 770 some billion, which is the lowest I've seen. Um, Bitcoin is moving up today, uh, close, closing in on 17K at the time of recording. Ethereum's back over 1200 bucks. BNB back over 250 bucks. XRP back over 34 cents. Cardano struggling to get over 26 cents. What's fascinating about that Cardano price is. I didn't think we're going to lose 30 cents. And now we're, we lost 25 cents yesterday, which Mm. for me is an absolute steal. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, what do we think about our prices right now? Obviously we all, I think, are in agreement that there are much, much, much lower prices to come probably in the new year. Um, But are we buying Cardano where it's at right now? JB, we'll start with you, bro.
2: Yeah, I've already bought some. You spoke about this before. Uh, my first buy order hit at 28.5, so, you know, some of my bag got filled there. I've then had another order at 24, which obviously has not hit. I don't think it's going to hit any time soon. However, I'm looking at just now, and we are due for another little pullback again, which I can see is dropping back down to hopefully 24.50. So I think I'm going to be putting in another buy order there. Before we have this nice reversal, the the what would you like to call it, the relief bounce, before we head back down again. But yeah, uh, I've bought some. I will be buying more, and I'm looking forward to the relief bounce so I can get out and make some gains. Yeah, Chris, where where did you and Nick initially buy Ada at? Um,
1: Nick says eight cent, but I think it was cheaper. But I think that was like we were when we were buying on YouTube. You know, it was about eight cent. Yeah. You are know, you gonna public, are, are you guys gonna publicly add. verify it? Sorry. Are you gonna are you going I'm sorry to cut you off? Are you guys gonna add? Um, well, I mean, potentially, yeah. Um, but I already have an awful lot of ADA. So it it is one of those, like I wanna try to um like get my portfolio more rounded percentage wise, uh, rather than having like 48% or 46% ADA um i kind of want to have a more rounded portfolio i'm not one of these guys that is very much like focus on one project um but what i did um i is on the way down i did sell all of my ada and uh you yeah, know was interesting looking at the comments because everybody was telling me i was going to regret that but i increased my holdings by 30 percent um because obviously i bought in cheaper so yeah look i wanted to demonstrate that you can make good you know, swing trades in this market up or down. Um, so yeah, you know, I've done a couple of those, but yeah, I now need to to sort out my percentages because they're all out of kilt.
0: Yeah. So I picked up my entire bag <laughs> uh of of Ada uh just because once I said it was under 30 cents, I was gonna buy uh starting at 2850 and just start DCAing all the way down. So mm. I dca all the way down to just under 26 cents, picked up a and it's a big bag for myself. It's a really big bag, but Uh, there's a chance I might just swing it. Uh, Nick put out a great Cardano price video this morning on YouTube um, that shows potential for it to go back down even lower. We're talking like maybe under 22 cent, maybe under 20 cent, close to 17 cent. Uh, So 17 cents. People always yell at me about that. I always say cent instead of Mm cents with an S. Um, But I think, Look, anything under 25 cents for Cardano is just a steal, in, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, it's so undervalued with with all the things that are being built on the project itself. It's funny, Alice. Uh, I jumped into the Twitch stream, talked about poker. I just went and played poker. I went on a bender, right, for three days straight. The kids were had COVID, has COVID, everybody has COVID, um, and I... I the poker tables, obviously, we talk about crypto. I shield our podcast quite a bit, actually. <laughs> uh, but it's funny every time I brought up Cardano being my biggest bag. The people that I would talk to are like, "Oh, why would you want anything to do with Charles Hoskinson?" And I'm like, "Have you actually done any research on Charles Hoskinson and maybe yeah. any other projects?" no nah, man, Twitter hates that guy. I'm like, "There, there, and there's your sign." And that's yeah. why. <laughs> so it's it's interesting, you know. People either love Cardano. Or they don't love Cardano. It's very tribalistic, very tribalistic. Um, but yeah, I
2: find that hard to follow, though. I mean, like, we know the, the the fundamentals of the project, what they're trying to achieve, and where they're going with the project. My issue is why people don't see it the same way. And I know it may be like rose tinted glasses, folk are going to say that, I know, but I don't think there's a more stable um, project out there right now that has such a big future ahead of it. I mean, I may be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I just think it's just one of the most fascinating projects that out there. I've got so much potential, so much things that can happen and still folk talk shit about it. I just find it hard to believe.
0: Chris, why did you guys, why, what, what, what stood out to you in the beginning that said, Hey, Cardano is going to be our biggest bag. Like what was the, uh, in the beginning that, I don't know, made you guys go as big as you did into it.
1: Um, Just, purely the the fact that um you know it's peer reviewed it seems slow to 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 you know uh i i guess push forward and and i kind of feel that the 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 importance of of that is is huge it really is because it's not being rushed to market like solana and various other projects right so yeah it's it's one of those like for me it kind of feels like it's done more professionally and I, I just yeah looking at the technology and the prominent people in the space that i spoke to talking about it so positively really did kind of make me feel like cardano is 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 one that's going to be you know a blue chip for for long-term uh gains and i and i do really believe that and the the stuff that they're trying to do in the real world that I think is going to change many people's um, lives for the better again is a, another, you know, I guess reason why I, I felt quite passionate about Cardano against some of the other you know choices that we could have
0: made. There's a uh, there's been talks that Cardano is one that could potentially down the road flip ETH, um, and ETH is in the news. Again, and Chris, uh, uh, I know you had dropped an article earlier on us. Do you want to kind of talk about what Vitalik's been talking about here lately?
1: Well, yeah, he's been talking about a few different like opportunities, like one being if, you know, uh, I guess if somebody on, I guess he's referring to Ethereum, but, you know, it could be any kind of like layer one or layer zero. If they're able to, to build a stable coin that can, I I guess actually survive up against um the the dollar hyperinflation and, and all this other stuff that's that's happening, you know, the the volatility in the market, then that's a really huge opportunity. And maybe that's COTI when you kind of consider Cardano and everything that they're looking to to do. And um the other thing is like social media and trying to have a decentralized social media, you know. Um I, I think if you can can kind of do something like that, that I agree with him. It's uh, something that, you know, would be really positive.
0: What would be the benefit to having a decentralized social media?
1: <laughs> well, you, you've you seen all the issues that, you know, have been sort of made public with oh, uh, Twitter, Twitter, files? Twitter, right? Like, yeah. you know, lots of, lots of very powerful people own the media outlets, right? And if you control the media, you control the narrative. If you control the narrative, then you know your life like is golden right because you can pretty much do anything if you can control the masses and and how they're thinking and you know you get them to to think in a certain way you can be ahead of them
0: what when it comes to stable coins what what what's the difference in cody's uh jed coin and say usdc what's well, the difference
1: it's, well, it's an algorithmic stable coin so another yeah yeah so i encourage people to to understand the differences between all of these different stable coins because like an algorithmic stable coin is backed by code whereas you know usdt <laughs> i'm going to say allegedly is backed <laughs> by by you know one-to-one with the dollar for example right it 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 isn't you know or or it probably is now but like you know they had various different things um that it was backed against now you know you can't even rely on just going to the websites for some of these stable coins right because they say they're backed one one one-to-one you know with the dollar and it isn't until you go into their white paper you find out that they they've added an additional word in which is they're backed loosely. One to one to the dollar, or you know, and and that's very, very different. That one word changes that whole meaning. So, you know, I encourage people to to go away and, and understand the different types of stable coins and you know what stable coins can be potentially backed against and and so forth, because you know, it's really important to understand what you hold because then you have more of a an understanding of what potential risks there are. Um, so yeah, look for, for me that's really important. But yeah, stable coins. You know, I think they're important, but maybe they're going to become less important, you know, with uh, CBDCs, which aren't crypto, but they are working on blockchain rails, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Going in depth, I mean, I don't know a lot about anything that you just said. I know enough to have a brief conversation, but the difference between a CBDC, a coin like USDT, and then a coin like Jed. What, what's the benefits to, say, the country that it exists in? What's the, I mean, it could be a very long, in-depth conversation. In fact, Chris, I think you should do a video on it and put it on YouTube. Yeah, maybe,
1: maybe, I, maybe I will. Um, it's, one like, of the,
0: it's one thing that you need to know as an investor, and shit, I can't believe I don't know all that much about it. And I just throw money at it, right? Like, I just throw mm-hmm. money at USDT like, oh, it's fine. No big deal.
1: Yeah. For for me, like I would rather keep my, my money. If I had to be in a stable coin, right? Like I'd be in BUSD just because it's regulated out of New York. Everybody has this perception that it's, it's Binance that owns it and runs it, but it isn't. Paxos. Know, yeah, exactly. So, and they're, they're probably the most regulated in the space when it comes to stable coins. So for me, like knowing where it's regulated, um, and, and the fact that it's done through um, Paxos, not Binance, that fills me with a, a, a lot more sort of encouragement that it'd be okay. And, um, you know, that's kind of been the the line I've been towing through this whole ordeal with FTX and BlockFi and Genesis and Gemini. And, you know, it just goes on and on.
0: Has there been any... What's, what, been any- go ahead, what Jamie, view go ahead.
2: On US? What's your view on USDA when Cardano bring their um stable coin to the to the table how do you feel that's going to work well i mean i think it really it really depends
1: like there's this argument that it's just another stable coin right um I, i'd need to look into it far more deeply than just talking about it openly uh before doing so because i haven't really spent that much time actually sort of looking over that one but um it depends on what is, you know, how it's backed, you know, what type of stable coin it is and, you know, what its role is. I mean, normally when you have these stable coins, it's sort of an enabler for for DeFi on the ecosystem, right? So we're seeing it with V Chain with VUSD, you know, there's various different stable coins, but you need to fully understand w- what they are, how they're backed uh, and so forth. Um so, but yeah look I'll i probably do some sort of like write-up on some of the newer stable coins um like the ones on, on Cardano because uh I haven't done anything really looking I've just looked at like the main the main ones so far, if that makes sense.
2: So not only are we going to have project reviews, we're gonna have stable coin reviews. <laughs> You're just giving yourself more and more work here, mate. Well, you you know,
1: there, there probably is getting on for like a hundred uh stable coins now, <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> It's stable like coins are just their
0: class, yeah. Well, essentially, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, uh, VeChain created their own asset class with NFT technology, which is uh, remarkable. We won't get into that though, it's uh, it's
0: another level
1: of conversation,
0: <laughs> yeah. It probably hurt my brain, but hey, all my uh, uh, speaking of Chain, I uh, I loaded up a little bag of Chain too because nice. uh, you know, I was willing to buy Chain at 18 cents and now it's at one and a half cents. What it was uh, so yeah. I mean, triple my position basically, maybe even more than that. But yeah, pretty excited about that. That's gonna go a little bit lower too. But uh yeah, I'm excited about VeChain. You guys spoke about VeChain a little bit this morning on Twitch, but um let's get into uh let's see. Um there was something I saw before
1: before we get before we get into that, huh What 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 do you two think are like the biggest opportunities in crypto? Vitalik's talking about stable coins and he's talking about like social media and, and stuff like that. But, you know, like, we look at sectors within crypto. What do you think are going to be the 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 two most dominant outside of Layer 1s and Layer 2s? Security has to be.
2: Everything mm. we've seen happen, everything that's still going on, you know, we're still talking about it. Anything security for me has to do well. And if it doesn't get adopted, then it's purely a fool's game. I don't understand. We've spoken about it so many times. I don't understand why security projects aren't being adopted more. We spoke about it in the stream this morning on Twitch that these processes are there to secure the projects, to secure our assets, everything else that's going on, and they just don't want to do it. Why they don't want to do it? We can't really answer that question because the solution is there. So for me, I feel security projects are just destined to do well and then also we do have the gaming so the metaverse sector um i think anything gaming not anything game that's probably the wrong thing to say but a lot of gaming projects they're now bound to do well i think we're now getting to the next step of gaming where we're going to see play earn become a very big part of the space hell how much time do we spend playing games why not earn some money why not earn some crypto whilst playing it i think these two they, they they two stand out to me the
0: most for for the next iteration of good project uh, sectors, yeah, and that' why Defi Kingdoms on Harmony was so good because it's such a great play to earn with the jewel token, right? Like it was, mm-hmm. I mean, people were making bank during that bull run just playing that game and picking up jewel and selling it and doing all that. But yeah, I, you know, I, I, I hate to agree and not give two different types of things, but I, I'm going to agree with the security uh, just because of all the issues that happened in 2022, just with, um. You know, projects being down and hacks and you know things like that. I think that uh, eventually things are going to get utilized more and more, and hopefully some of the regulations are going to require uh, a security sort of implementation into projects in order for them to, you know, gain access to regulation, you know, whatever whatever the case may be. I think that would be something that would be huge for you know projects like Quantstamp. Uh, Polyswarm, lossless, you know, things that we've talked about before. The other side of it uh, that I think uh, could potentially be a a massive side, and it's, you know, obviously projects that we're we're involved with is AI. Um, I think Singularity has nailed it. I think, I mean, anywhere you look, whether it be TikTok, Instagram, the news, everyone's discussing AI. Uh, Elon talks about AI. I mean, AI is coming it's here it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger um and i think getting involved in you know chris i don't know the other projects that are involved with ai but i i continuously hear about it um big channels are starting to talk about it a lot more and more so i think that any projects involved with that agix being one of them um i think they have massive potential in the next bull cycle for sure chris what's your thoughts
1: yeah no i i agree with with all of that i kind of feel like ai obviously is you know it's it's one of those that has uh seems to to have opened people's minds recently with um i think it's like a chat chat uh ai bot type thing that's that's recently come out but um yeah look for, for me uh, ai is has got to be up there and um yeah, I think uh, cybersecurity as well, gaming. I, I would add storage to it as well. I think storage um, projects are, are likely to do well. Also, the reason why I think that is if gaming's going to do well, um, then I, I just honestly believe that storage is going to be required. And um, uh, so, with the three
2: it, of these, maybe aligned: gaming, storage, and securities. Because the gaming <laughs> needs securities, the gaming needs storage, storage needs security. So, you know, you could see mass integration of all these different uh, sectors here. And AI yeah. runs all of it. <laughs> <And> AI runs <laughs> all.
0: <laughs> but
1: but there I think there is a, a place for AI in the metaverse. And you know, I'm not going to get into conversations that I've had with different people, but um, you know, you, you can have AI such a tease. avatars, AI AI avatars that will learn from people in the game and interact with people in the game whilst gathering all that information of like the typical questions that they get asked you know and all this sort of stuff and you think that would populate a metaverse but not only populate it it would it would make it better over time because you would have more guidance as to to know how to improve it for user experience i think like ai has got a huge place uh in the gaming sector as well i really do believe that.
0: Yeah, I um what's it what what's the other oh fetch AI is that the other one? Yeah fetch that just had AI, a really yeah. good uh it was on it was on um another channel and had a huge pump along with uh Singularity with Singularity AGIX has done very well has not dropped we do expect it to go lower but I mean it, pricing it's getting good look and the reason I keep talking about pricing is because look we're all here as investors want to get as much bang for our dollar as possible um so yeah these are some of the sectors that you know, we feel like uh, could be huge. I mean, they did decently well in the last bull cycle. But I think that uh, everything that's transpired over the last what, year and a half, two years, um, the, the projects that or the sectors that we just discussed is going to be needed. Um, and, uh, yeah, pretty excited about that. Let's uh, let's talk a couple of news articles. Uh, BlockFi uh, asks the U.S. court for green light on withdrawals. Do you think that it's going to get honored? What do you think? Anybody? Say that again, sorry. Excuse me. Bankrupt crypto lender BlockFi has asked a US court to greenlight customer withdrawals that are locked up on the platform. Court filings show. Crypto held in BlockFi wallets belongs to customers and the company has, quote unquote, no legal or equitable interest in funds that were frozen when the platform halted operations on November 10th. So a motion has been filed on Monday with the U.S. bankruptcy court for the District of New Jersey.
1: I think I think it'll get put through. I think it will get put
0: through. <laughs> Sorry, let me. Uh... Yeah, the
2: processes are there in place. They have the accounts there in place, showing that there's no right for them to hold the money. Then I don't see why it can't go through. You know, it's there's the proof there that is the the assets belong to somebody out of the proceeding that's going on. So yeah, I don't see why it can't go ahead.
0: It's interesting, this article, it's on Coindesk. It continues to go on. It says, collapsed crypto exchange, FTX will attempt to recoup voluntary payments made to third parties prior to its collapse, pursuing them in court if necessary. These payments may include founder and former CEO Sam Bankman-Fried's political donations in recent years. So that's an interesting topic because Congress has talked about this and the Senate's talked about it in these hearings that um, some of those people that are sitting there having the conversation, doing the hearings, they didn't even know that they had received donations from SPF. So apparently I'm just reading top stories. I thought it was an entire article on BlockFi and apparently it just says top stories. So I apologize for switching from BlockFi to FTX, but you know, it is what it is. So oh, I love that.
2: <laughs> so yeah, yet I, another, yet yeah. another certain, uh, sorry, yet another shirt and tie didn't know they received money from SPF.
0: We us a few times. There up. was three or four that were there that were like, "No, I had no idea."
2: Yeah, no, no idea. Yes. I, I, I smell shit.
0: Yeah, full <laughs> oh. basically bullshit. Yeah, completely. <laughs> completely uh, SBF still fighting extradition. Apparently, doesn't want I to know, leave. I
1: don't know if he is though. I think he's trying to leave. Uh Oh yeah, holding, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're holding him right. So that. There's a reason why they're holding him is because, you know, all of this corruption is just going to be aired, right? Like, I just can't see him making it to wherever he needs to be in order for that dirty laundry to be aired.
0: Oh, you don't think he's actually going to, like, physically make him make it there?
1: I don't think he's going to physically make it in front of I the, think
0: the relevant
2: people. I, th- I think the best thing for everybody apart from SPF, as he stays where he is. If he stays where he is, we find out everything. If he goes to America, if he makes it to America, he makes it to prison there, whatever, we don't find out what we need to know. If he stays in the Bahamas, in a Bahamian prison, a bohemian prison, we find out everything. That's my
0: take on it. I, f- I think that's the best process to happen. What the hell is this? And oh, Now I'm reading this shit. Listen to this. FTX's uh, Bankman-Free gave ex-Jane Street traders who formed Modulo Capital, $400 Founded in early 2022, Modulo operated out of the same luxury Bahamian condominium community where SPF and other FTX employees lived. This is about to be uh, the biggest Netflix documentary ever, (laughs) and it is going to be about a 12-part series. It could be insane.
1: I I think you're right, but I reckon it could just be a movie. I'd rather have it in documentary form. Yeah. Yeah. Like but I, like, I think it, it would make a, an epic movie as well. <laughs> like, yeah, Kind of yeah, like the big, later, big short, kind of like the
0: big short after the collapse. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know if you guys have seen that movie, yeah. if you yeah. haven't seen the big short, uh, regarding the, the 2008, uh, housing crisis, you guys should a hundred percent go watch that movie. It is, it is a really, really, really good movie. Um, man, this every day, something new pops up. It's unbelievable. Um, yeah.
1: But um, we're probably going to have
0: to look to to
1: wrap up the stream because we're literally like 15 minutes away from me going live on another show. (laughs) Oh, really? I
0: didn't realize we were talking that much.
1: Yeah, Yeah, we've we've got the mint, Let's
2: get this happen. Let's get these race suits. All right, all right.
0: You know I love talking on the podcast. Come on, man. Before we
2: go, before we go, which color race suit do you want? I, I, I... I want the black one.
1: Um... With the orange, but I don't think I'm gonna get it because I think that's the mythic. <laughs> I, I like it's the like red two one. and a half percent
2: mythic.
0: I like the red one. The one that's been shown on all the videos and all that stuff. Yeah. I think mean, that was I think mean, that was sweet. I think that was pretty good. I cool. like the
2: green. I like the green. The green looks nice.
0: I know it's probably the least
2: favorite of everybody, but I like the green. Plus, I think this green one would suit Call of Duty.
1: Oh, it definitely it definitely would. It definitely would. And uh Mike.
0: Yes, you officially changed my name back to I Mike. gnome.
1: Mil- I officially renamed you. Is it because my face is not red today? You're not red today. You're, you're <laughs> yes. not like you're not you're not gnome like. I need to order your gnome, <laughs> but I am. I am. I'm going to order that gnome for you. Um, I am waiting for it to come back in stock.
2: <laughs> so that's quite a Christmas my, list. So you've got a gold a gold grill for Nick and a gnome yeah, for Mike.
1: Yeah. gnome for Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. All right. So
0: the next, so the next one that we're gonna do, we're gonna try to do a Christmas special, bigger podcast. That's the goal. Mm -hmm. We'll reach out to a couple of influencers, see if they want to jump on, do kind of a a big recap, or maybe maybe that's what we do. Maybe we do a huge recap of the year, the whole year. But right, right before the new year, we do one that's big because I don't know if we'll be able to get everybody together by Thursday. But hey, if we do, cool. Uh, But uh, yeah. Anyways, Chris, good luck on the NFT sale. Hopefully it goes very well for you guys. Looking forward to it. And uh, (laughs) quick, quick, really quick final thoughts.
1: JB. For for me, um, look, just stay safe. We expect a a bit of a push up and then another pull back. Right. Um,
2: Maybe that final leg. Maybe not. We'll see. JB. Risk management guys. Same, just same as always practice what we preach here. Risk management, trade safe in the space. And if you guys want to jump on Call of Duty with us, just message us in Discord because we're we we are all we're abusing Call of Duty right now. This this team's undefeated right now. So come and jump in. And I think yeah, we are catching the
0: next one, guys. <laughs> my back is very heavy. That's how that's how we continue. My <laughs> back hurts from carrying the load. but um, oh, anyways. Hey look, word. if you if you're watching this on YouTube. Please hit that subscribe button. We do really do appreciate it. And uh yeah, catch you guys on the next one. Take yeah, care. Take care.